uh, today on Game Red Radio. Deck the balls with tons of folly. Game Red Radio starts now. Oh, there it is. I see the queue. What do we do with the queue? <laughs> you only this is only the hundred and ninety-seventh time you've done this, goat. <laughs> At least it was Oh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's uh what is it? It's Gamerhead Radio. That's what it is. 197 times. That's uh great. here on the uh, interwebs radios webs. I don't know. Uh so anyways, here we are. Uh, we're doing we're doing a thing with a thing. Uh, I am, of course, rambling on overtired, way too many hours at work. Goat. I am Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. Morbius for villains, come on! And with us for the first time in a very, very long time is our good friend and one-time shared co-host, Mr. Ricky Keller. And that's my son, special guest starring through the wall right there. Oh, man. <laughs> Already upstaging me. What's that's going right. on? That is. That is. <laughs> yeah. Hello, everybody, how you doing, Ricky? I'm doing good, man. Good. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on today. Thanks for coming back for uh, being a two-time B Squad host now. Oh yeah, you're racking up the points. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I got my, my scoreboard. Yes, yes. Uh, your tight tech will be in the mail um, <laughs> after the holidays. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome back, my friend. So, um, you know, let's uh, let's go ahead and check to see. Oh no, what I was telling was is uh, you know we had a whole bunch of circumstantial shit happen this week, so. We weren't sure that Charlie and Goat were going to be able to make it. Ricky's nice enough to come help us out, so um, that's happening now. So uh, why don't we why don't we talk a little bit about what we did with our week, Goat? Let's start with you. It worked a shit ton of, <laughs> of, of, of ridiculous hours. Actually, that's why I might have not made it to the show. But thanks thanks to snow, I got to leave two hours early and make it home to the show. Excellent. Uh, nice. Yeah, we're working on thirteen days straight. Of anybody who buys another piece of furniture, I'm breaking their existence. There you go. Flat out. There you go. <laughs> it all worked out in the end, didn't it? Yes. <laughs> very good. Very good. Um, I I spent my entire week doing. Um, I mean, a lot of work for sure. But I I've had so much shit happening in the last two weeks as a result of work, and uh, you know, as I've talked about on the show before, I'm in school. So I'm this Monday, tomorrow, um, as of the time of recording, um, will be my last class for the semester. Thank God. Um, <laughs> and, and I will also be taking a break from uh, the debate team because I'm, you know, quite frankly, I'm fucking tired, um, which will then leave me more room to play more video games, which is mm-hmm. always wonderful. Um, if my internet no. connection would, uh, would cooperate, I guess we'll say. It seems all right tonight, John. It's okay say, right yeah. now, yeah. but I mean, mm-hmm. as far as downloading games or playing games for some reason, it ain't mm-hmm. it ain't happening. Yeah, we'll go games. So aside from that, the rest of my week was just spent getting ready for holiday-related stuff. A bunch of holiday shit at work, holiday shit at school, holiday shit. I'm just coming out of my fucking ears. Um, so that that's my week, man. That's that's really how going on. Charlie, or not Charlie? Jesus Christ, we don't talk about a fucking force of habit. I'm not that good at taking over. I'm sure him. Charlie will will fill us in on his week whenever he does pop in here, but. Uh, Let's talk about uh, let's talk about what's going on with Ricky. How was your week, man? It's all right, man. Uh, you guys know it's been snowing a lot. Went to went to uh, 
work, doing my normal thing. Um, I'm I'm closing up, so I'm in school as well. But I'll be uh, finished um, Friday. Actually, I'm flying down to walk for graduation, so I'm really pumped about that. It's amazing. Um, yeah, I was working on my uh, my postmortem for my capstone today, which is uh, John. I got you to play test like a beta version. It's really rough looking. Um, it's a little bit better now. I get you to play like what I what I've got going on. But what is what are the odds that you will ever let another human being play this game beyond beyond school? <laughs> it depends on how much how much more time I can put into it. So um, I, oh, I had some trouble going through it, right? So I was gonna get uh, I was gonna get Glenn, who you're familiar with. Uh, I love Glenn. John. Yeah, so he was gonna work on some of the art with me since that's not really my forte. I'm more of uh, a programmer. He does design. Um, and together we'd work on the on the design together, but I need an artist and I compliment him as the the programmer, right? So without his involvement, I feel the it might not ever be ready for or or an artist. Glenn <laughs> it's not like Glenn's like the only person who could ever uh fill out the assets that I need for the game, but um you know, without something else to flesh it out a, l- a little bit more. Not likely to put it on a store or anything, but we'll see. I don't know. I was I was happy with what I was able to get off the internet and buy. I bought some assets just to work with, but I wasn't pleased with them for a commercial release. My goodness, yeah, Charlie. I, think I see a Charlie incoming. Turn right. <laughs> that fucking okay. that fucking gif makes me laugh, man. Hello. Hey, hey. it's Charlie. Hi. We don't see you, but we hear you. Yeah. Although watching you drink that beer in in fucking circles is almost as good. Turn right on North Avenue. Yeah. So Charlie's Charlie's joining us from his car, aren't you, Charlie? I, I would like to uh, I would like to know what you guys think of my very fancy, expensive green screen effects that I'm using on this particular episode <laughs> of Gamerhead Radio to simulate the effect of me doing this particular show from the comfort of my car inside mm-hmm. a fucking skeleton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it look realistic? Does it look pretty good? Yeah, it looks yeah, good. I mean, you did uh, such a good job covering your bases that I can hear your GPS telling you where to turn. So. Yeah, the, the, ways, <laughs> the ways plug-in is good. <laughs> I, um, I, I, I cover all my bases. Yeah, yes, it really completes yes, the illusion. Nice work. <laughs> Thanks. Hey, Ricky, that, person, I'm doing okay. that person flying over the back window is really realistic. <laughs> That's very good. Well done, well done. Welcome. I'm glad. See, I'm so glad that everybody could make it because I was concerned that it was just going to be me and Ricky for the evening. So, uh, welcome. He doesn't like spending time with me, guys. You heard it. You heard it. Be admitted. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're just too much man for uh, for only John to handle Ricky. That's true. It's it's absolutely true, man. He, it's true. He's the, he's the manliest in there. Um, Charlie, you just happened to pop in as, as we were talking about uh, the tail end of what Ricky was doing with his week. He's finishing up school. Um, you know. Uh, post-mortem Whoa. on his capstone project for this is your master's degree you're working on right Char- or uh, ricky yeah it's my master's degree yep. and what a bad mamma jamma you are hey um we're excited Chicago. that you're graduating man it's it's awesome congratulations um so um you know what i should really get glenn to come and be on this show one of these days man being a working in in art game art you know he'd be a great person yeah he'd be someone from, that has a different perspective on uh on this sort of thing too mm-hmm. uh, it'd be interesting very cool um charlie why don't you tell everybody what you did with your week man well so first i'm gonna ask um is is there a, is 
do I need to mute myself when I'm not talking? Is there a lot of background noise happening? Or um, only only your GPS is really kind of the problem. Or if I did get, ju I did just turn the volume down. Okay. If you get a notification on your phone, we're getting notification noises in general. So as long as you turn the volume down on your phone, um, you should be uh, the notification volumes. You it's should really more like background music, kind of like it. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, so uh, my week has not been quite as interesting as Michelle's. I'm going to mention her for a second. She is a. If anybody is watching the show live, um, I, I, I I would encourage you to continue to watch this 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 podcast, but also maybe pull up uh, her Michelle's Twitter account. She is currently live tweeting her planes attempt to take off from the Minneapolis-St. Paul oh, airport. No. And, um, well, the, the pushing of the plane has turned into pregnancy jokes, and it's, uh, it's, it's pretty good. Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's a shellberry smash over on Twitter, if anybody is. Just <laughs> Sounds time. like she's, uh, she's walking in the snow uphill both ways with no shoes on. Um, it, you know, it's, it's more, more, uh, more accurately... Um, her and the rest of the passengers on a plane, on, on the plane, almost had a, had a bonding moment. And I guess we're very seriously <laughs> considering just getting out and pushing the plane themselves. Oh, so um, <laughs> it's disturbing. Uh, it's one of those. Yeah, but um, I guess I guess they're they're rolling and um, on their way to the de-icing station, which is apparently a thing. And um, and uh, so hopefully she'll be in the air soon. Um, I didn't think I was going to have to go pick her up because they apparently canceled all outgoing flights from O'Hare. Um, but apparently they've decided to allow planes to land still. Call me crazy, but landing seems like the more dangerous of the two things. But um, <laughs> at least when you're talking about slippery, slippery runways. But, well, mm. um, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's still happening. Uh, anyway, so I am, I am carefully making myself, making my way to the O'Hare uh, Oasis right now to uh, wait for her arrival, which could be several hours, I don't know, but I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there, so that's what I am several hours. doing. Um, uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> um, anywho, um, uh, on my side of things, uh, it's been a pretty chill week otherwise. Um, no, nothing near as interesting as what I've just shared from my wife's side of the world. So yeah, that's, that's it for me, pretty much. Right on. Um, well, uh, now that you guys know what we did for the week, let's go ahead and talk about releases. Now, normally, as everybody at home listening knows, this is Charlie's gag, but given that he is not in a car driving with your green screen behind him, um, you know, uh, clearly he's got to he's got to make sure he's selling the app safety. There. So we work safety that first on Game Red Radio. I'm going to be doing it this week. Um, there's not a massive amount of uh, individual releases per system, but there are still quite a few releases coming up um, between now and uh, you know the end of the month. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about what's coming out this week. Um, so for the PlayStation 4, um, some of these are just specifically, I'm using a different release calendar than one Charlie uses because believe it or not, Charlie, they did not update theirs this week. Kotaku has nothing on it. Um, so we're going to be using Metacritic Slackers. as our, our release calendar uh, for the for the next couple of weeks here. So I'm going to do them by system because a lot of these games are um, just on one system. Uh, PlayStation 4, we've got Drive, Drive, Drive on December 13th. Um, actually, these are all December 13th for the PlayStation 4. Wild Guns Reloaded, Trove, I Expect You to Die, and The Little Acre. Xbox One, uh, December 13th, we've got The Little Acre. Stardew Valley on December 14th. December 15th, we've got a fucking, like, like this is a day one purchase. I, I mean, this one flew under the radar. I'm not sure how anybody missed this uh, with all the, the craziness going on because this is really going to be the one that everybody is punching strangers in the face for for their kids at the store. Uh, Don Bradman Cricket, 2017. 
So that's coming mm-hmm. out. Um, wow. And then, yeah, I know, I know. That's a midnight purchase for me. Yeah. It is, man. Like, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. sell my son for that one. Bridge Constructor Stunts and Steel Rain on the Wii U. Breakout Defense. Hold on. Hold on here. How do you have Bridge Constructor Stunts? That doesn't seem safe at all. That doesn't have to be safe. It sounds like fun, man. I would wager that the Bridge Constructor developers figured out what people are actually doing with their game and Tyler Taylor catch it back around it. There you go. Okay. Um, Wii U does have a single release this week for Breakout Defense. Um, the 3DS has Mercenary Saga 3 coming out on December 15th. PS Vita has nothing. It just wow. has nothing. Um, Thank God. Yeah. So that's going to be a for sentences. Come out this week. Is there anything, for God's sakes, anything on that list yes. that you guys give a flying rat's ass about? Yep. Mm-hmm. What's that? What do you got? Yep. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get back into my uh, pro-ranked uh, multiplayer cricket league. Don't, I'm gonna don't spank me. some asses. <laughs> That's the only reason you want the cricket is the bat, so you can spank asses like literally. Spank how do you asses with not, bat. Uh, How do you know I don't already have a cricket bat for that particular application? Uh, of course you do. Of course you do. Why wouldn't you? Um, any, anything, Charlie, Ricky, anything on that list you guys can think of that you're looking forward to? Not a thing. Exactly. Because yeah. we're past the, you know, the holiday you know, season I, and anybody gives a shit. Yeah. Just, just I, do you guys know out of curiosity? I have a little bit thanks to a Twitter advertisement actually about I expect you to die about what that is. You guys know what that is? Yeah, it's I an do. escape game. Yeah, I do. I, I I'm 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 gonna finish the well no, I'm gonna finish the uh, the sentence. No, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah, no, it's so it's once I once I realized it's like a virtual reality like James Bond kind of kind of thing, that makes me that changes the whole dynamic of, of what that seems like it is to me and that kind of makes me interested. Just makes oh, me want about PSVR that. Yeah. unity. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. So looking online, I didn't know anything about it. Um it looks so there's a lot of images of uh, being inside a car and there's a bomb in there and you got a like a a knife? Of it car? looked to me, from what I saw of it, it looked to me a lot like that London heist thing on PlayStation VR that I talked to you guys about where you have the hands and guns and you can take the Zippo out and smoke a cigar and toss the hmm. lighter up and catch it. And It looks very similar to me than that one. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. That one's probably the only saving grace on this list. Otherwise, and nah, not really that interested, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's move on then and talk a little bit about what it was that we played this week. Um, uh, Ricky, let's go ahead and start with you since you haven't been on the show in a while. Um, it, you know, Typically, as you know, our rule is usually if you haven't been here for a while, it's not what you played this past week. It's just what you've been playing since we got to catch up with you on the show last time. Lay it on sure. us, man. I've been playing a lot of different things. Um, I'll mention each of them briefly, as briefly as I can. Um, so I think furthest to go or the longest time ago was um, I finished up The Witcher 3, uh, the last expansion that they had. I think Blood and Wine is what it was. Mm-hmm. That was yep. really good. I'm a big fan of the the, the Witcher franchise. Well, not the franchise. Witcher 3. I didn't really play the other two. Um, but I'm a really big fan of that game. Um, and it was just a huge expansion. I, I forget what... I think I paid 25 or 30 for all the expansions. It was well worth the time. Um they did a lot of uh, a few interesting things with it. Um, there's a big storyline. Uh, I'm trying to remember. 
I don't think I can. There was something, some different kind of like side quest that you had to do. Oh, it was, um, so you remember in Assassin's Creed 2 where you have like your little uh, house or your small little town that you're yeah, trying to yeah. build up. They had one of those aspects. It wasn't as well thought out or well developed as the others, but I thought that was a fun um, thing to work on. They also had like places along the wall you could you could uh, display all your collected gear sets. Um, so that was fun. Um, and there were a lot of different like uh, legendary swords and and just uh, sets of gear that you could get. Um, that was a lot of fun. I played recently. Um, Let It Die is one of the more recent games that I played, um, and that was one that was announced at PSN, I think it is. No, PSX, mm-hmm. PlayStation Experience. Yeah. Um, so that one was in part made by Grasshopper Manufacturer, whose, uh, I guess, studio lead is Suda51, who's known for being this wild and crazy... I didn't realize uh, that was already out yet, but it looked super yeah. fucking bizarre, man. I'm it, all about Suda51 anything. Yeah, yeah. So he's, if you guys aren't familiar with it, he's uh, responsible for No More Heroes and Killer7 and a few other wild games. Lollipop mm-hmm. Chainsaw, I think, was one of his. Shadow, yep. Shadows of the Damned. Shadows mm-hmm. of the Damned. Killer, yeah. Killer is dead. Killer is, is dead, dead. Yeah. Yep, yep. So yeah. I played almost all of his stuff. Have you? <laughs> um, yep. This one, so. Keeping that in mind, it's really bizarre like the other ones are, right? Um, I didn't like this so much, though. It's for for a PlayStation uh, 4 game. It looks really shitty. Um, and and keep in mind, it's a free-to-play game. You can download it for... Damn, Goat, you were just chugging that code <laughs> red, man. You just took that like a boss. Holy shit. He's a real gamer. Man. I'm sorry. He, he bleeds I just code had red. That big on my screen. I was like, I can't ignore that. That was <laughs> that was manly. That's awesome. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like to call it code red too. <laughs> oh god. Uh, so I'm a bit disappointed with it. Actually, it plays like a PS2 game. Uh, keep in oh, mind, the game. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's all it's about um, collecting objects. It's it's a dungeon crawler in which you defeat. Um, enemies and, and take their weapons just like any anything else, take their gear and their weapons. Uh, when you die, you can either purchase recovery kits, which I forget what they're called, but they take you back to immediately where you were and keep you, all your gear. Um, I think they sell five of them for for five bucks. So I think there's like a buck for, maybe I have that number wrong. Maybe it was like 10 for $5. So $5 every time you wanted to do that. So it's one of those cheesy freemium games that is just trying to leech money out of you. Is there, is there any sort of an option to just buy the whole game outright? And like, if you want to pay full price for it, like not that I've seen and typically freemium games don't, don't offer that, Mm. uh, that I've seen. That kind of does go against their religion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's a very profitable, uh, profitable um monetary system for the developer but it is cheap as all hell and it usually results in a game not being well developed in the first place uh so that was really disappointing um i I still have a a lot of respect for suda 51 but this was a miss if you ask me yeah, it's a shame. I mean, graphically, uh, Grasshopper Grasshopper Interactive's never really had a particularly like strong graphical. That's true. 
standing, in my opinion. The Lollipop Chainsaw even looked a lot better than this one does, even though that one's its own sort of uh, weird, hyper-sexualized to a certain extent, um, Mm -hmm. cheesy game. It looked better than this one does on maybe five or six years later. I don't know how old that game is. It's just really surprising. Um, Maybe I'm wondering if... I'm wondering if some of it is that because it is considered like a, a freemium model, I guess. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that ended up affecting its bottom line, like graphics budget. You know what I mean? It could. I mean, the idea is that you earn money to keep making it, uh, to keep developing the game a lot like how MMOs work, mm-hmm. which is fine, I suppose, if you're that type of player. But um, there's a whole lot of scandal about, you know, I think a tenth or maybe less than that of the players spend 90% of the money and it's just not fair. Yeah. So, um, so that's sad and disappointing. Um, two other things I'll mention real quick. I've been playing, so I finally started playing Grand Theft Auto Online uh, on Xbox One. Um, really? And that's, I have. Yeah, buddy. So you can't tell us? You can't tell us? This no, is no, news no, we need no. to know. I'm like level four or five. Charlie was aware. We had talked about it a couple weeks ago, and and Ricky and I were going to attempt to play a little bit last night, but my internet mm-hmm. connection is so fucking like slow right now. I think my modem is is shot or going out because I'm having a lot of like um my, my modemish ideas. Abysmal. Yeah, yeah. So I tried to install it, and it was I left my system on overnight, and it was only at sixty eight percent by noon. Yeah, today. You might want to so, buy yourself a new modem. I think it's time. So um, soon, time to get off we, dial we, up. Like the four of us playing that together will wreak some holy shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. online, especially when Charlie goes rogue. Oh, oh, and he does. Oh, does he oh. just sabotage the entire? Group? He just oh, falls man. off the wagon. He oh, falls off the wagon. Holy Jeez, fuck! Man. It's listen, listen, listen. Everybody has their own <laughs> methods of stress relief. Yeah, <laughs> yours is fucking over your face. And, that's, that's and, and getting <laughs> yes. <laughs> And his is getting out of the vehicle at point blank range and just shooting you dead in the driver's seat. That's amazing. <laughs> it's not like we were in a mission. Like it was just it was all for fun. It was just it's a random fun. act of violence. The rules, if you can die at any moment. Ladies and gentlemen, we've now learned that Charlie likes to virtually party. Yes, it's quite true. <laughs> quite true. Uh, the last thing I'll mention real quick is uh, yeah. Mad Max, which I've been playing. Uh, I finished Ooh. that actually. Um, that's, I took that on, on John's recommendation actually. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot of great things to do. I, I've greatly enjoyed moving around the world in an upgraded car that you built up over time. Um, I think the system where you level up yourself, where you level up Max's abilities and all his gear kind of, um, happened for me too quickly. So I, I upgraded everything before I even moved halfway through the map which was kind of weird and, and misbalanced. But for the most part, it was a, a genuinely fun game with a lot of open-world fun things to do. Um, I thought about clearing all of the uh, objectives or, or lowering the threat level to zero in every zone and then decided it might, in fact, uh, ruin my opinion of the game just by trying to clear everything. So I decided not to do that. I think there's maybe one large zone that I didn't do. But for the most part, I think it's it's well worth, I'm not sure what it's going for now, maybe 25, 30, maybe less than that. It's well worth that that and the amount of fun that you get from it. Right on. Very good, yeah. man. 
Uh, you think you and I shared the opinion that all they need to do is put a little, just a little bit more. Um, I think because in Mad Max, it's supposed to be kind of a barren wasteland, right? Yeah. But yeah. like we both agreed that it's a great engine with a lot of great stuff in it. They just need to put a smidge more into the world for you to do. Yeah, and yeah. and that's true. And I think you had mentioned Skyrim when we had that talk, how they, they make the world seem very alive. And even though you're in a wilderness, there's still a lot going on. You run into people that are doing very different things and can even start fights with one another. Yeah. So some more of that action would help improve it a lot. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Um, mm -hmm. Anything else you can think of you played, or are you uh, going to wrap up with that? I'll wrap up with that. I played lots of things here and there, but I think those are the most noteworthy. Right on. Very good. Um, um, uh, Charlie, what about you? What did you play, man? So uh, I got so, – so first of all, if, if, if 2016, Charlie, had gone back to 2015 or 2014 <laughs> and said that um, there will be a point in time in 2016 where you actually have copies of both Final Fantasy 15 and The Last Guardian in your hands at the same time, I would have left. But um, I, I can say I can say that it is true, and I, I, and it, it's it's kind of amazing. I, so I've been playing The Last Guardian, and I'm I'm in love with the game. It is everything that I hoped it would be. Uh, awesome. On, on a story and gameplay level, um, however, I can say that. So first of all, um, uh, uh, my brain is currently farting. Trico, I think, is the name of the uh, the, the creature. Um, um, I, I, I honestly believe that the developers basically put all of their time into animating and putting just a lot of love and care into that creature. The way it moves, the way it acts, the way it responds is so incredibly lifelike and accurate to what I believe an animal would do. It is very real to me, and I, I'm an animal person, and I, I, have, I, I have bonded creature that's like, awesome it, man it, it, the, it, the character is very well done and very believable the animations of the boy however and i say the boy because he is nameless in the game thus far anyways um uh are not quite so good the um have, you know how like sometimes you'll watch like glitchy videos where yeah. where like a character will like get like stuck on a wall or something and all of a sudden his limbs will go completely unrealistically spazzy as they like like shake and like spatter all over the place as until he like <laughs> regains his balance. You know, you know that kind of thing I'm talking about? Yeah. This this is in there a lot. And like to the point where like so like if if you it's pretty much guaranteed that you'll see a little bit of this pretty much every time that you jump and you grab onto a ledge. Um he the, the the boy will reach out and he'll grab the ledge and he'll kind of like flail around as as he like goes to like catch his balance but the, the the speed and the level of spaz that like his limbs have as he's like trying to like gain his grip and his footing is not realistic at all and it's it's it kind of it really actually kind of pulls you out of the world out of the experience but um uh, that is the extent, though, of my of my gripes about this game. The uh, mm. just the, the the animations of the boy are are and like just the physics of him and the way that he moves are, is not very good, nor near as good as 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 the the creatures. Um, mm. The world is beautiful. The music is fantastic. Um, the uh, and the other thing I'll say about the game it is, is that much like Ico and um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, it makes no apologies about giving you zero instruction. Like, hmm. you 
you start to play the game and like there's no tutorial there's so well okay i'll take that i'll take i'll take this back a little bit so in terms of what you have to do in finding your way through the map and like like there's no like it's not like shadow of the Colossus where you have like a sword that with a beam of lightning points in the right direction it's it, there's there's no there's no map or guide as, as far as like where you're supposed to go next mm-hmm. you, you really have to find your way around however there are constantly um Whenever you like, when you walk up to like something that you can pick up, it gives you up in the corner of the screen a little icon to show you like this is the button combination, the button press that you have to do to be able to pick something up. Which I would, which I, you know, just a very simple, very, very clean and un- unintrusive tutorial method worked great the first ten or twenty times I saw it. But I am a couple hours into the game now. <laughs> And it will literally come up every single time you approach a barrel, like the game thinks that you maybe have forgotten how to make really a barrel. Bizarre. Yeah, and it's it's everything. It's like any time that there is some sort of button press or combination that you have to do to uh, to uh, you know to interact with an object or like pull a lever or 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 to, to you know uh, I'll, I'll say the petting trico is a game me- me- mechanic for various reasons. Like it comes up every single time, and it's just another one of those little things where it was good to teach me how to do it, but it's like, I got a game now, I got it, you can stop doing that now. And maybe I can go into the settings, I'm realizing now I haven't gone into the maybe there's a way to like turn down the tutorial pop-ups or whatever, but that's, that's it. Other than that, though, the game is beautiful, and it's really honestly everything I could possibly want to Awesome. Have you cracked the, cool. the shrink wrap on Final Fantasy at all, or are you just focusing on... Uh, yeah, no, I talked Fantasy. about Final Fantasy a little bit last week. Um, oh, that's right, I forgot, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I've, I've decided I'm... I'm you know, these games I literally pre-ordered like over a year ago, and so um, I feel like you know the uh, you know the anticipation of the run-up has been enough. Where um, uh, oh, Michelle's finally in the air. I just got confirmation. That's very yay. Cool. Um, uh, uh, that I'm at least going to start them and get a feel for them, so I can, especially so while they're time that I can talk about them on the show. Um, I, I think that out of Watch Dogs two. Um, Final Fantasy 15 and Last Guardian. I think I'm going to continue with Last Guardian because just it is the one I've enjoyed the most out of like the you know the four hours I've given four to five hours I've given each of those games so far. Um, so I'm going to go go with that, and then after that I'll just kind of have to see how I feel about what I'm going to play next. Um, right on. The uh, the other the only other thing I'll mention is that um, uh, I uh, I want to just kind of complain about Watch Dogs 2 a little bit and okay. about their their season pass um so i i, I pre-ordered like the deluxe edition with the season pass and like the extra content and, all that, but that, and that's all fine i'm not I'm, you know especially because with my prime membership like i get a percentage off and all that so I'm, I'm good with the purchase however i'm a little pissed off that season pass apparently no longer means everything that comes after the game yeah that's that, that, that seems bad <laughs> well um there so it's it does cover all of the story content and really everything that matters, quote unquote, I guess one could say. Mm-hmm. However, there are some um, uh, basically skins that you can buy for it's like outfits for your character and like oh. like color schemes for like your car, your weapon, and like your drone and your your uh, your quadcopter and all that. Um, and uh, it, it's purely cosmetic; doesn't affect gameplay in any way, shape, or form. But there's several packs of these that are not included in the season pass. That sucks. And that really mm. rubs me the wrong way. That like, is unacceptable. Especially considering it's one of the, it's, it's on, as far as season passes go, it's on the higher end of things. I want to say it's like a $30 season pass or something like that. Yes. And 
you know, it's, uh, you know, it's, I, so, I, you know, I haven't gotten through all the content of the season pass, so I can't speak to whether or not I feel like the season pass is worth it. However, just in general, um, I, I honestly believe, like, if, like, the season pass should be everything, period, hard stop. That's available for DLC for the game. I, I think that, get, like, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a fan of this, of this almost everything model that I've encountered for the first time or that I've noticed when watched on series. That's all. Yeah, you'll you'll mm-hmm. hear some more about Ubisoft's treachery coming up in news, but uh, I'll save that for that for that, that moment. Hey, John, quick side note: your yeah. volume could come up a little bit. Okie dokie. Okay, I'm also kind of leaning in and out of my mic too, so I'm sure that's not helping. Um, no, it never does. I, I I pulled it up a bit though. We should be good. Um, yeah, on I the other side of the it, chair. Though, what about you, Goat? Would you play this week, man? Uh, let's see. What did I play this week? I scratched the surface of Pokemon Sun. So, does Charlie have like a small alien in his back seat? Uh, I think it's... we got some feedback now, Charlie. <laughs> Dude, right, some background noise. Dude, dunk. Dude, yeah, dunk. so Charlie, I think dunk. I think you might want to look out the window. I think there might be something on the wing. <laughs> <laughs> It looks like that fucking Twilight Zone sketch, man. <laughs> it's all part of the green screen. It's, yeah, it's, it's all it's this elaborate <laughs> illusion. Don't it is. By, it is by cool. the sound, yeah. By the by the sound of it, I would say he's um he's mimicking I ninety perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, not that I have been on that road enough to know the rhythmic noises of <laughs> that shit show. Uh let's see. So I, I scratched the surface of Pokemon Sun. Um. It's amazing, except for the the doctor, not the doctor, the professor in this one. No, Mm-mm. nope. It's not the same. Game professor, Freak, you've... Uh, Oak. No, no, you're nope, nope. You're in a whole new area called Aloha, Aloha, Aloha. It's Aloha, but they they misspell it. Let's be. You're in Hawaii, oh without being in Hawaii. Oh boy. You're in Nintendo IE, which is good. It's fine until you meet your professor blah 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 that's how memorable he is and he doesn't wear a shirt and he ends every sentence with yeah i i don't know why like it's it's annoying like every sentence yeah i'm like yeah i get it dude i'm pressing a like you don't need to you don't need to double check like a like a canadian a thing he just says yeah instead yeah 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 yeah. it it just comma yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, I'm going to assume that there's some sort of that that's some sort of attempt at translating something similar to like the Canadian A thing that's some from hmm. whatever whatever dialect or area of Japan this guy is supposed to be from. That that would be yeah. my guess. Yeah, and yeah, it's, yeah, it just yeah. comes across okay. really weird in the translation. Yeah, they failed. Good guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. But I mean, other than that, the UI is amazing. Um, I like the fact that they've mixed it up. There's no more gyms. There's now um, trials and kahunas, and you go from island to island and stuff like that. So it's the same old dog and pony show, but they've kind of they've shook the boggle container just enough to <laughs> to get you back intrigued. Um, let's see what else is what else. I've been playing a lot of uh, Hill Climb Two on my phone because Hill Climb One sucked a lot of my time out of my life, um, which is just a drive as far as you possibly can away over this train and gloat about it. Um, then let's see what else have I been playing. I just started, literally just started, scratched the surface, not even like nicked the surface of uh, Darksiders, the uh, War Masters edition, because Amazon was nice enough to send it to me for $17. <laughs> and why not? Yeah. But it looks good. Stuff, it's just, 
Yeah, smash them, crash them, God of War, but better because it's not God of War so far. And then I think that's about it. I haven't really had a much uh, much time between sleeping and work this week. Excellent, excellent. Um, then uh, I, I, I have a quick question. Am yes. I the only person that's noticed that what, that the abbreviation that some people are using? Um, I don't know if you guys have come across this yet for Pokemon Sun and Moon is Pokemon S and M. Has that struck anyone else's being? Like, I, I didn't even fucking think about it, but it makes total sense. It's wonderful and disturbing at the same time. <laughs> that was a goat joke. The, that that explains. <laughs> Wearing a shirt. Oh, shit. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that'll make sense now. Oh, boy. Amazing. What's all this leather behind that tree? Oh, jeez. Oh, Let's just hope they don't do the bonus version, so it's uh, a bonus deluxe version, so it'll be BDSM. <sighs> oh, God. <laughs> Amazing. Well played. Very proud of you, Goat. I that try. Was, that, was, that, was, uh, that was good, even by your standards. Which are very low. <laughs> so let's, uh, let, let me go ahead and move on to talking about what I played this week, which was not really much different than what you guys have been listening to me play for the, the or hearing me talk about playing for the last few weeks. A lot of like competitive multiplayer <laughs> stuff. But, but I mean, I did play some more Witcher 3 this week because I did want to get back to that. I did play Sleeping Dogs uh, Definitive Edition as a, our free games with gold game this month. Wow. That's a cool game. It's fun. I like it. Um, it's uh, wow. the, the driving is fucking terrible, but I like the game. I'm still playing. You have to World drive on the left in that game. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, it's in Hong Kong. They don't tell you that. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> is. But it's not even that. Just the, the drive controls are floaty and awful and fucking garbage. Um, oh, yeah. I... Arcade pivot. Wolfenstein, the old blood. I'm just slowly working through that. That's not something I'm in a rush to finish. Um, I, my, my crappy internet connection situation has kind of forced me into a position where I've had to um, play some single player stuff. I don't know what it is. Normally I don't play competitive multiplayer games for this long of a stretch, but I have been on a fucking terror and playing really well at them too. So I played a little bit of Battlefield 1 before my connection took a shit earlier this week. And then uh, I played, I, I installed, it was because of something I saw. It was either one of the ads on um, uh, PlayStation, a PlayStation experience, or it was on, um, on the, uh, <laughs> um, the fucking awards, game awards um, for Hearthstone. I just installed Hearthstone on my phone and started playing it again, and I haven't played that in a long time. The last time I actually really played it, I played against Ricky while we, I was a little drunk. And he stomped <laughs> Have you got a deck yet face. so you can be a worthy adversary? Or I, I got a, Don't you sass me, Ricky. I do. <laughs> I do. Whoa. Um, whoa, whoa, boys. Let's not compare our decks on air. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not whip out our decks on air, you mean? Yeah. yeah there yes. You go. I don't even have a deck to compare. There you go. Um, and there's the peanut gallery. There just it is. decking around. There it is. Jesus Christ. There's. Hold on. There's the show title. Wait. Just decking around. Just decking around. Wait, wait. No. Yeah. Char- Charlie has a deck on the front of his house. So I mean, he can just sub that in, right? He can throw his wood around. Here, I'm gonna put that in the in the group chat so we have it for later. Just decking around. I, that's uh, perfectly that's stated for this. Well, then, does, does that mean that I have the biggest deck out of everybody here? Oh yeah. If, 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 if that's allowed. <laughs> Oh yeah, good, yeah. I'll show you. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, we are so. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, John, you meant ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ah. 
Jesus Christ, don't make me stop this this broadcast just to <laughs> save our fucking viewers and listeners the shame of listening to the rest of this. this they're 196 deep. They're already just... They're, they're, if they're still alive, they're just... Yeah, they're done. It's true. <laughs> Um, but I think, I think that was it. Like, I'm going to keep tinkering with that. That's something fun for me to play when I'm like on my lunch break and shit at work. But other than that, like, I, I that's, that it's is just the same strange, John. Yeah. Yeah. Everything I've been like playing though. Non-committal everything. last week. Yeah. But I'm saying you're like non-committal playing these short games last week. You lose internet connection and then you go to like three of the longest games known to man. It's true. <laughs> Everything I've been playing, though, it's all in, like, the ranked or competitive ladders. Like, I'm actually, for once in the world of multiplayer gaming, enjoying getting my, my ass kicked because it's actually making me better at the game because I'm adapting to getting the shit beat out of me. So um, I'll keep you guys posted on how that goes. Um, but uh, that, that's everything uh, that we played this week. So let's go ahead and move on to uh, news for the week. Um, Before we move on to news, John, yes. do you want to just remind people about our programming note for our show next week? That is correct. So episode 198 oh, wow, of Gamerhead Radio is going to be done live at Conalt Delete, um, which is an animecon.org event we've talked about before. Vs Villains plays those events, and Gamerhead has made a couple of appearances at their events. Um, so we're going to be there doing the show live, and that's going to be Sunday at 1 p.m., um, you'll be able to come and watch us do the show live. I'm sure we'll be kicking out a live stream. Now that depends on the internet because we have had problems getting live streams going in the hotels because uh, the Wi-Fi in the hotels is usually being savaged by everybody hanging out in it. Um, so we'll see if, if we're doing an actual live stream, hopefully. Um, but um, that's going to be this in, coming In the soon. events, we are not live. We will still be recording video. We'll yeah, yeah, there. absolutely. So that'll be, as of recording, that'll be a week from today. Um, you know, it's going to be Sunday, December 18th uh, at 1 p.m. We're going to be doing it. Um, so come out and check that out. Um, you know, and I'll talk at the end of the show about Vs for Villains is playing the night before, but I'll, I'll go into more detail about that then. Remind you guys once more about the show for next week. Um, so let's go ahead and move on news and uh, see what's going on in the world of video games. So, um... Light news for light news week uh, again. This kind of seems to be the trend toward the end of the year. Um, nothing too crazy. We're gonna we're gonna skim through most of this just because a lot of it is these more headlines and not so much to chew on. Just sort of an FYI for everybody at home. So for those of you that may not know um, and may be interested, I was very interested in this. This isn't news so much as a news, uh, you know, news about a release of sorts. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and screen share here so you guys can see. But there is a super duper bitchin' must have it and rub it all over my face. Um, Mass Effect vinyl soundtrack collection coming out. Oh my god, I want that. Oh shit. Yeah, look at that. Doesn't that Are make you want to? Are these the soundtracks to one through three? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So um, yeah, the like actual it. information for it says that uh, it's not the entirety of Mass Effect's, uh, the Mass Effect trilogy's music. So, I mean, to give you an example, the first game by itself had a soundtrack that was two CDs long, which amounts to roughly the same running time as, as the four LPs that come in the box set. Yeah. Um, so this oh, instead geez. functions as kind of a best of collection, trimming about two thirds of the trilogy's original soundtrack releases in order to present the, uh, the prime cuts. Each of the first three discs focuses on a different game in the trilogy, 
while the fourth disc contains, quote, bonus tracks that span the entire series, the packaging reflects these divisions, housing each individual record in a lightweight sleeve emblazoned with a painting that highlights the content of its respective game. The Mako Planetary Exploration Vehicle for Mass Effect, the playable Normandy Squad for Mass Effect 2, and the Normandy itself on the cover for Mass Effect 3, uh, and the Citadel on the bonus record. All four discs sit in a heavier cardboard box sporting an etching-like portrait of a perennial favorite squad member and Fim Shep romance option, Garrus, um, printed in deep grays with reds and a five-color uh, lacquered spot process. Um, very cool. Very cool. Um, so they're saying the records themselves have been pressed in different solid colors of vinyl, black, white, red, and orange. Nice. Um, you know, essentially the in seven colors. Um, carried throughout the trilogy. Each one sounds great with clean reproduction, no defects um, that, that the uh, original uh, you know, publisher of the article, which was a uh, U.S. gamer, um, noticed. Um, so how cool is that shit? Um, let's check and see really quick. Uh, biggest guessing? drawback to the saying... set is its price. Its list price is $100. That's that seems horribly overpriced at $100 to the person who wrote the article. Um, it's twenty five dollars a disc for colored vinyl. All right, cool. They did say that they got it at a significant <laughs> discount during Bioware's holiday sale, which is unfortunately now over. That's a fucking bummer. Um, how cool though, man! You don't see a lot of vinyl pressings for like video game soundtracks, especially one that has a lot of nice artwork and everything for it too. I would absolutely yeah. pick this up. Uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn my camera around. I don't normally do this, but on the wall above me, in a vinyl frame, is the uh, Sounds of Rapture. Um, Bioshock vinyl record soundtrack for, for the first Bioshock. Nice. Um, I, I bought the Bioshock 2 collector's edition, which came with that vinyl and um, also had um, the Bioshock 2 soundtrack on CD done in similar artwork to that one. But that's one of my, probably of all the things that I own that are like collector's edition related, that is probably my favorite thing. I have actually run it on a record player and listened to it a few times. It's so fucking cool. Oh. Yeah. Shut up, goat. Why would you do that? Shut up, goat. Because I paid for it. That's why. The resale value just went down like 20 but bucks. I'm never going to sell it, though. That's mine. Forever and ever. Hey, you have to. Uh, okay, well, grow your beard and grab your plaid shirt. <laughs> Charlie, can I borrow a plaid shirt? <laughs> yes, but you can't borrow my beard. <laughs> I'd, I'd love to see that. I want to wear your beard, Charlie. That would be unsanitary and disturbing. John, stop asking. You can't have it. I, I, I want it. <clears throat> Um, so let's go ahead. You gotta have it, John. You guys, do you think 100 bucks is too much for this set? No, it's fine uh, for everything you're getting. No, everybody's good. You're with good. It. Cool. It's a collector's edition. Like you can, you can listen to all these things on on Spotify. It's a it's a very high quality collector's item. I don't think so. Do any of you guys it. want it? I do. Yeah, yeah I don't I even play the. Do. I haven't even played the games, and I would wouldn't mind having that. God damn it, goat. Hey, what is the matter with you, man? This has well, been not a the trilogy. It's just in plastic. Long-running discussion with him. Yeah, the fact that I have it even is more funny. I've had it for three years. I haven't played it. Goat, if I find out you were playing cr- the cricket game before you open that goddamn trilogy, I'm going <laughs> to pee my pants in frustration <laughs> and protest. I'll piss all over the front of my pants. Um, yeah, would like John, to have it. John, John. Yes. He will take you up on that there. You know that, right? Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's a don't. win-win for good. Why have yeah. I done this to myself? I <laughs> take it back. Let me, let me, let me just yeah. open my Amazon app here and order that there cricket game. So in two days, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, look forward to uh, pissing your pants with John on Game Red Radio. <laughs> um, yes. No, I'm not doing that. God damn it. 
You just said now. You, you said it to the listeners. You owe it to the listeners. Here you go. In order to try and 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 get this train back on the tracks. Um, doot, doot. It's been a while better since yet. we had a Dick Train Be- reference. Better yet. Hold on. Hold on. Better yet. Come to uh, Connell Delete. You can see it live. That's true. <laughs> Well, that you won't be that won't be. On the tracks. Derail, derail, derail. That's right. It won't be because uh, you played cricket and I I took you up with the challenge. It's probably just because I drank too much and pissed my pants at the show. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> but let's 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 move on to uh, number four. Yes. This isn't so much of a need to read the article so much as the headline itself is the discussion piece and a simple question should follow. Capcom thinks that Resident Evil Seven can and likely will chew through four million copies on day one for sales. Yes or no? Yes. Charlie, uh, uh, if 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 my uh, maybe I uh, if I had to say yes or no, I would I, I would say no, but I, but maybe. Ricky, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so either. See, yeah. you, no, no, no. You guys are missing the you guys are missing the split. Two million on VR and two two million on regular. Nah, now nah, because I don't know that two million people bought PlayStation VR. <laughs> Yeah, that, that I mean, that hurts. <laughs> there's that, um, but I, if you buy it once, you buy it. Uh, you don't have to buy two copies. No, yeah, it, it's, it's VR capable. Oh. I mean, it will presumably come out for the PC as well, yeah. and and that it should work on. Mm-hmm. Is is, is, is it? Is it PC? So it is PC. Is it on Xbox? One? I I think it is yeah. going to be PC. I could be wrong. It's um, on everything except for Nintendo. But the VR stuff is, is exclusive, this. obviously. Okay. I think the actually never mind. It's not if the game comes out on on PC. They did. I remember we did an article on this where uh, um, Sony locked in an exclusive deal where the VR portion of the game is a timed exclusive. It's a full year. You can't play VR for that game on any other platform except for PlayStation Four. So hmm. look at Ricky. Nice. Look at how grossed out Ricky is. He's so mad. <laughs> He's so fucking angry. Um, Four million seems like a stretch, even even yeah. across all even across all platforms. I kind of feel like I, I know that there's a lot of hype about this new trailer about, about the new demo, the, the the whole kitchen thing. Yeah, um, but well, there's another know, one after that too. I kind I, I kind of feel like places. Uh, I kind of feel like. Uh, Resident Evil might be kind of over for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't think they'll hit four million. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them between two point eight and three million, but they're not gonna get four. And and I don't. I think that there's so much damage to that brand that unless this one just blows the hair off of people's heads, I don't think they're gonna win people back. Did they say day one or first week or first weekend or something? Uh, day one, man. Jesus. Yeah, I don't think that ain't gonna happen. They have a lot of advertising. Mm-hmm. I've seen Maybe on not. TV now too, and that's really what sells games. Now. And it does look I mean, good, to be clear. It does. So I was going, eh, but day one, I don't think so. But I don't fucking trust you anymore, Capcom. You know. I don't know. It they only really, takes a couple of days to think it's a new Walking Dead. On this, though, they're gonna have to win people back on this, or it's really. I think this. Charlie's right. I think they've they've put a lot of people off, and if they don't win people back with this one, I think people will walk away from the series forever because everything that's come out between six and seven has been arguably really fucking mediocre. Well, I mean, you had guy blowing giraffe. That's probably not a good step. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to forget that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You can't. It was that bad. That was the only good part of that game. I won't be able to sleep tonight. There you go. The six. Look at the six on Resident Evil Six. It's a dude blowing a giraffe. Oh Jesus! That's <laughs> very rough. 
Yep. <laughs> um, moving on to number three for the week. Um, Crytek employees are complaining that they're not being paid again. Oh, did we yes. already do this? Yes. Back in 2014, uh, there was discussion about this. I think before I joined the show, um, Crytek is once again facing complaints that it isn't paying its workers with some alleging that they have not seen a paycheck in more than a month. The complaints have appeared on social media and have spread through Reddit, all alleging delays and irregularities in meeting payroll over the past six months. In some cases, workers say they currently have not been paid in more than a month. A person saying he is a current full-time employee contacted Polygon to say that Crytek employees have not been paid for two months, and in the preceding five, pay had been roughly delayed by two to four weeks. Uh, Polygon reached out to the U.S.-based representative of Crytek, which is headquartered in Germany, for a statement about the allegations. Um, if you guys remember, back in 2014, Crytek uh, tottered at the edge of insolvency, requiring a dramatic reorganization, sale of assets and studios, and the delay of paychecks to workers. Savat Yearly, Crytek CEO, acknowledged that the company missed making its payroll. Crytek had done so to keep itself out of bankruptcy, he said. Um, yet Crytek lopped off about 200 jobs from its workforce and 700 and, uh, of 700 and unloaded both Homefront the Revolution, the UK studio making it to Deep Silver. Uh, the studio renamed itself Dam Buster Studios, an oblique reference to British airstrikes on Germany war during World War II. Um, uh, current complaints come from Crytek's main studio in Frankfurt. Quoted as saying, salaries not arriving on time since last six months with no heads up from the management nor the owners, reads one at Glassdoor. A portal for people, you know, obviously seeking information about uh, employment and whether or not you should work somewhere. Um, every time is, quote, the last time we're told. No apologies or explanations are offered. The employee says that the, quote, founding brothers, Sivat, Avni, and Farouk Yurli finally decided to address this issue on a company meeting, but dodged all the specific questions and promised that the, quote, the situation is now resolved once and for all. Complaint was dated October 9th. <laughs> so clearly not. Most recent complaint on the site coming from a programmer in Frankfurt is dated November 28th and alleges that, quote, money for October will not be paid until sometime in early December. A message posted as an image to imager said the pay uh, the pay crisis affects all of Crytek Studios, not just Frankfurt HQ. Ha Crytek has six other subsidiaries. Um, the report citing uh, unnamed sources says Crytek is looking to sell its Bulgarian studio, Crytek Black Sea, the makers of the free-to-play MOBA Arena of Fate, um, whatever the fuck that is. Once again, known for making traditional console games, sold at retail, Crytek announced plans in 2013 to transition fully to publishing free-to-play games. It recently published two virtual reality games, The Climb uh, for the Oculus Rift and Robinson, The Journey for PlayStation VR. Well, shit. This is no good. Jesus, dude. This is no good at all. I mean, honestly, um, if I didn't receive a paycheck for two months, I would, I would quit. I would go work. Yeah. I would go work a part-time job. I would go work yeah. at the fucking mall for $10 an hour because it's still better than getting absolutely nothing and working your fucking ass off in the gaming industry to get absolutely nothing for months at a time and put yourself in debt and, and not be able to pay your bills or feed your family. Fuck that. Like, yeah, I mean, there has to be that. another studio. It can't be that hard to get a job. Uh, they're, they're, they're constantly hiring for new projects, I'm guessing, because they're always... Mm -hmm. I mean, especially, off when after done. Yeah, especially when you're coming from Crytek. I mean, like, they, you know, like, I know that, like, they haven't really done anything amazing, like, recently, but I mean, still, like, if you say to somebody, I work on Crisis, like, that's, that, that's, 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 yeah. seems like it should be worth something. I don't know. Or maybe even just CryEngine, which is used in a lot of, a lot of other games. Yeah, right? that's yeah. true. Yeah. 
Yeah, fucking get out of the game and just keep keep you know shoring up your fucking engine, man. It's got to be making a fortune in licensing for that alone. Fucking flabbergasted how this could ever happen. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you, people aren't in jail. It's 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 criminal, man. I'll tell they you. should they should absolutely quit. I would never work for a place like that. But, no, I don't think anybody worth their salt would. Anybody who uh, who's not being held hostage by their day to day lives, maybe. Um. You know, but uh, let's go ahead and roll from one uh, one front of corruption right into the next one. I'll tell you, Ricky, how it is that this shit fucking happens. No. Because people sitting on the top end of the fucking ladder get greedy and start stealing money. Oh. Such is the case with Ubisoft executives who were fined a collective 1.2 million euros for alleged insider trading. Oh, geez, nice. Man. That's nice. Um, Wait, hold on. That's why they named it Assassin's Creed Syndicate. It was a foreshadowing. Yeah, no shit. Well, here it goes. Five Ubisoft executives, including Ubisoft Montreal CEO Yanni Mala, are in hot uh-huh, water. Of course, after the Yanni. They're all French. Um, Ubisoft is a French company. I, I get it, but uh, it's, gonna, it's, always, it's, yeah. it's always a Yanni. There's always yeah. one Yanni in every uh, criminal outfit. Well, they're in hot water after French stock market regulatory commission uh, Autorité de Marché Financier. Uh, AMF, I should have just fucking said AMF, has finally yeah, a cumulative total of, well, I wasn't trying to be all Frenchy Frenchy. <laughs> I could if I wanted to. Um, employees of Move it along, Frank boy. 1.2 million euros. Um, as reported by Kotaku originally, the AMF alleges that the five executives intentionally sold mass amounts of stock in early October 2013, mere days before the announcement that Watch Dogs and the crew were being delayed until 2014. Following the slip in schedule, Ubisoft stock dropped by roughly 26%. The oh, breakdown shit. of the executives and the fines that are being attached to each executive are as follows. Ubisoft Montreal CEO, Yanni Mala, 700,000 euros. Ubis, uh, Ubisoft VP of Corporate Affairs, Francis Bailey, 200,000 euros. Ubisoft Worldwide Studios Executive Director, Christine Berger, 200,000 euros. Ubisoft Montreal Vice President of Executive Operations, Oliver Perry, 100,000 euros. And Ubisoft Brand Development Director, Damien Moray, 15,000 euros. For its part, Ubisoft denied any wrongdoing. Oh, bullshit. Oh, Any wrongdoing, uh, adamant that, quote, the people involved acted in good faith. Did they, though? And that there's no way any of these executives could have known about the impending delays as those could only be decided by the company's CEO, Yves Guillemot. Yeah, so Yves Guillemot knew ahead of time and told these fucking people, is what it sounds like to me. Um, given the process and timetables involved in the production of major games at our company and within our industry in general, we believe that at the time they carried out these transactions uh, their transactions these employees could not have been aware of or anticipate the subsequent decision to postpone the game that would be taken by uh, Yves Guillemont on October 11, 2013, which was a, a quote released by a Ubisoft spokesperson. Regrettably, the AMF's decision represents a serious misunderstanding of the game development and production process at our company and common to our industry. Each major game requires the involvement of multiple teams across the company, but ultimately only the company CEO can make an exceptional decision such as changing a game's release date. As such... Those implicated in the ruling are planning to appeal the AMF's decision. This sucks. That's horseshit. And this this happened at the height of Ubisoft's sort of like noticeable, like kind of shittiness 
in, in the game development world and, and as far as gamers and consumers are concerned. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Hey, John, you're, the, uh, the, the, your stories tonight suck. They're all making me very sad and very upset. <laughs> i got and, one um, more shitty one for you after this. Buckle up and get a helmet, Charlie. Oh, well, I, 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 I don't think I can handle it, and I'm actually just getting ready to queue up to uh, pick up Michelle <laughs> from the airport. So I'm going to hop off, gentlemen. Um, I'm glad I was able to stop in and see you guys for a little yeah. bit. Um, I uh, look forward to seeing you guys um, uh, next week I, uh, and everybody else that comes out to Connell Delete. It's going to be a good time. It's, uh, it's been too long since we've done a live show, so I'm, I'm happy to be doing another one again. Absolutely. Um, but, uh, Ricky, thanks for hanging out with these guys. Try and keep them online as best as you can, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> all right, to, every, to everybody that's watching and listening, thanks, and uh, hopefully I'll see you guys all in person next week at Connell Delete. Hey, hey. Later, man. Bye, gentlemen. Um, do you gentlemen. guys think... Do you guys... Well, I'll speak for yourself, totes but goats. <laughs> um, do you guys... I mean, I'm going to go ahead and just say I think that this is exactly what fucking happened and they're all a bunch of yeah. shitheads. That's, you know. I'm, I'm going to just go on record to say that if they look into Ubisoft's company outing calendar, they're going to see that there was a golf outing off the record... <laughs> Off the re- off off the off the recordings of anybody seen, that these seven well. people went to. It, I mean, it, it could very well have been something like that. They, I mean, there is a slight chance that what they're saying is accurate. I really think no. it's a very very no. slight chance, and it's probably just horseshit. Rick, no, no, you, no, Ricky, you're you're ruining it. it the yeah, 18th no. hole, there was a bet. The CEO <laughs> lost. <laughs> <laughs> the way the way he the 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 bet was he he third stroke re, re, yeah he would he this would the re, delay these two games he he delay these two games and make them millions and millions of dollars oh god <laughs> yeah I'll tell you what the bet was the bet was is that the other guy wouldn't fucking open the cricket game before playing fucking Mass Effect and, <laughs> and then and now everyone would be fine that's what it was it's a fucking so, trap as well can you can you talk about their titles again because here's Here's what I see as like a perpetual issue. Can, like, what were their titles again, roughly? Uh, the executives, CEO, VP okay. of Corporate Affairs, Worldwide yeah. Studios Executive Director, uh, VP of Executive Operations, and uh, Brand Development Director. So, number one, wow, these, the CEO does make the decision to do this, but based off of all of their recommendations. Yeah. The CEO knows what people yeah. report to him, and anybody in the company can say, well, if this doesn't happen, this milestone isn't met, and if this person, even down to the feature teams, if we're not able to implement this by such and such date, it's probably going to be delayed. So I, I think it maybe is a broader problem. These people very obviously acted maliciously, which is awful. I'm, I'm so confused about, uh, oh, so, um, so they're, they're Canadian people at the Montreal studio who traded on the European stock market. So that's their Euro fine. Is that correct? Yes, okay. yes that's correct. Right. That is so, correct. I mean, that's, it could be, it could also have so, been the golf thing. Goat, I don't want to downplay. No, 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 no. Golf well, possibilities. What I'm saying, but what you're saying, Ricky, is it sounds like, uh, it sounds like uh, they're running it like the American government. Well, yeah. And to be clear, Ricky, I, I think what it is, is uh, the company by extension of the fact that Ubisoft's like, headquarters and the fact that they're a French company probably means that their stock options by default are French uh, or European mm. stock options. 
But yeah, that's it, man. They're getting dinged for it, and I, I'm glad. And I, I mean, it, this is a completely separate story. I'm waiting. I, this was going to be a story tonight, but I'm waiting for the follow up on it because it seems like it may be very soon. But this may not matter for much longer, anyways, because uh, you know we'll we'll call this a to be continued for these guys. But uh, is this the the, the tuna Bindi, in the uh, what's the, that the tuna? Is this the, is this the tuna in the uh, proverbial shark tank? We're waiting for the shark to come. That's correct. <laughs> um, Vivendi looks to be uh, participating in a hostile takeover of Ubisoft. They they purchased a twenty five percent stake of uh, Ubisoft stock, That's and they've awesome. done this before. And it, it does not, they have run more than one game studio into the ground trying to manage it. You know, they, Vivendi obviously doesn't know what they're doing with this shit. And now they're trying to do it to Ubisoft. Ubisoft's they'll trying to fight it. They'll probably make a quick buck off of it, though. Yeah, they will. Yeah. I mean, they will. But they're, uh, every game studio that Vivendi purchases and or touches, they run into the ground and then get shut down and shuttered and their IPs get sold off. So mm. don't be surprised if the once mighty Ubisoft between this and the shit happening with Vivendi may just not be anymore. One of these days. In the next five years. We'll see. So does that mean the last Assassin's Creed game is going to be called canceled and it'll be in the present? Yeah, Assassin's Creed canceled. <laughs> and what it is is it's fucking... Just you walk around the office, you find packing out. up your stuff. Desmond didn't actually die. Desmond was fucking truly... He was the CEO of fucking um, Abstergo. Mm. And uh, it was fucking Bilkin Stocks. That's what it was. Um, let's go ahead and move on to number one for the week. Um Everybody knows one zillion year old company, Majesco. They've made games for as long as people could tell. Um, you know, I mean, really early on in the console era, back to 1986, I think is as far back as they go. Majesco is uh, is no more. They're going away. Oh. Um, so, well, they had a good run. What's that? They had a good run. They they did have a good run. Um, so Majesco company which is again dates back to 1986 has been brought up bought up and will leave the video game business altogether um essentially what happened here is is that they were purchased by a um they were purchased by a, a science company um a company that does research and science um and that company is going to take their assets I, I liquidate them and um the people that work for them are going to basically go on to do other things. Um, the way that they're explaining it is they've merged with a company called Polarity TE, which is a company developing tissue regeneration technology. Um, and what they said was uh, Polarity will become a wholly owned subsidiary of Majesco following the closing of the deal. Also said Majesco will go forward under the Polarity name. Uh, Post-merger uh, post firm Polarity, which will be based in Salt Lake City, currently retains Majesco's iconic stock symbol on the NASDAQ exchange, COOL, C-O-O-L. Um, Polarity TE was founded by Dr. Denver Lau, a surgeon who specializes in regenerative medicine and reconstructive surgery. Took the role of CEO uh, post-merger of the company, replacing outgoing Majesco CE uh, Barry Honig. Um, Dr. Edward Swanson will serve as chief operating officer, and the two doctors previously served as residents at the John Hopkins Hospital Department of Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery. Um, they're, they're just putting Majesco out to market altogether. Everything they own is going to be um, essentially... Like whatever it is that will keep them registered on the stock market is going to be retained. Anything else is going to be sold and you know dismantled. So bye bye Majesco. No wow, more, no more for you. Going through their uh, their list of games and they've done some big stuff. What have they done recently? The last one I remember is an old one, Psychonauts. But they've done yeah. more than that. I don't have any years on here, but they did Advent Rising. They've done all the Cooking Mamas. Mm -hmm. They've done okay, okay. 
uh jillian michaels like, like all the crap that we don't want to remember playing but we played they've they've done it yeah the person who wrote the article originally <clears throat> cited uh cited uh majesco as having like the coolest e3 giveaway thing at their booth which was a cooking mama cooking mitt which you see here in the picture oh nice <laughs> oh yeah yeah, they've done the bust of moves. Yeah. They've done Bombermans. Yeah, like all Blood Rains. Good God, these guys have done everything. That is correct. Oh, is correct. oh they, then they did John's favorite game of all time, Babysitting Mania. I've been doing that every day for the last two years. Uh huh. Well, not with Majesco's help anymore, John. Not with Majesco's help anymore. It's a sad day, man. You know, I'm always sad to see older game studios go the way of the dodo, but um, you know, change marches on. Um, all over everybody. I kind of look at it like old old celebrities dying. Like the, the progression has to be made. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I guess I guess something's got to give. It's got to go away just somehow. A, just another thing that 2016's killed. Yeah, Damn, man. What true. a shitty time. <laughs> 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 Any more depressing stories for us, John? You're the worst. No, yeah, man, really. Fuck. I know, but you know what? That's what's fucking happening. And why not? It's fucking snowing. Like we're stuck in Jack Frost's ass crack in fucking <laughs> Illinois, so you know why not? I guess I guess fucking is it? Let's still just snowing? be mopey. Yeah, it's still fucking snowing. It's supposed to snow till Tuesday. What? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to Florida <laughs> on Thursday, so I don't give a shit. Yeah, and then and and then you'll do the American thing and be like, God, it's so hot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I will. I hate Florida. Too. <laughs> I'm, I'm never pleased. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude! I traveled the country. I know there's always he something knows. wrong with everywhere you're at. He knows. Um, so now that we're done talking about news for the week, let's go ahead and uh, move on to our future. Yeah, let's now. call it What's call that? it news. Let's call it emo. Good God! Yes, that's correct. I need, um, I need to put hair in my face after that five. Well, we're gonna perk it up. We're gonna make it even more uh, morose and negative by talking about fucking. Um, Games that uh, essentially what the feature is this week is is an unpopular opinion piece, which can mean one of a couple of things. Um, that maybe you think a game that everybody else loves is overrated, or the other direction, maybe a game everybody fucking hates you love. Um, you know, but either way, regardless mm-hmm. of how you slice it, it's kind of a what game? Did, this is the mailbag for the week. Um, what games did everybody go crazy for that you just didn't like? And why? Um, and we'll go. We'll put a pin in the mailbag and come back to that after the feature. But um, anything come to mind for you guys right out of the ba- right out of the gate? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yep. What do you got? Go. Uh, that uh, fucking Shadow of the Colossus game. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, um, Goat is no longer with the show. Uh, we had to let him go um, because because he. He opened up the fucking cricket game and then he talked shit <laughs> about Shadow of the Colossus and hurt my feelings. Yeah. It was a nice you run. You said though. this was an opinion piece. 197 episodes. <laughs> it was a good run, Goat. Get out. Yeah. Yep. Um, yep. But that's what's good about this, man. It breeds fucking mm-hmm. conversation. I think, yeah, I think, uh, I think me and Majesto are uh, going the same way. <laughs> yeah. Out to the farm to be shot, apparently. That's right. That's right. Oh, I won't go down with that fight. But no, I just didn't. I, I played it and I didn't get it. It was like, I. I no, it just it wasn't for me. Like everybody's like, it's the greatest thing in the world. I'm like, if this is the greatest thing in the world, I'm good with never ever having it the greatest thing in the world. It might be in my top five. And do you know why I love it? I love it for the same reason that I like Studio Ghibli and uh, Hayao Miyazaki movies because, like, they're the same kind of thoughtful, like, 
doesn't need to be full of insane action in order to illustrate something um, kind of interesting and unique to me. That's why I love those games. All of those games. Yeah. I'm um, usually into those. Just Ricky, not that one. You got any? Uh, got anything that rubs you the wrong way? Yeah, a little bit, man. And I think we talked about this before. It's more of a. So, can I do like a personality too? It yeah, can go along. Yeah, let's go do it. So, first of all, I I didn't think to have like a a guilty pleasure game too. Uh, now I'm trying to think of like what I hide on the shelf every time you come over, but I can't. <laughs> way to be way to, way to be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking B Squad. So it's um. Although I see the merits, I'm not the biggest fan of Metal Gear Solid games. And all of them yeah. all are. Uh, so I've played. So I played one. I've played a bit of three. I haven't played any of two. Played all of four and maybe about twenty five hours of five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I w- I'll particularly say five. I think that one was well received. Apparently, four wasn't as well received as I thought it was. Yeah. Um, and I, so I'll talk about the parts I liked, first of all. So the idea of going out and faultoning up these animals and fucking anything you could, people making them fly into the air was great. What I hated was building the base. I didn't yeah. give a shit yeah, about yeah, the base. Care. I don't like that version of Snake either. And quite honestly, I'm, I'm a lot like Charlie in that I play games for narrative a lot. Mm. And Hideo Kojima does not make any sense to me not in the not in the least i'm that's not he's a crazy man that's why he's he's insane (laughs) and i'm not sure that he's a very good storyteller in the for the reason that or or i don't think he's a very good storyteller because you can't have one thing or like glimpses of things that don't make any sense like lost and then at the end I, i didn't get to the end of this game but like maybe tie it all together to make something haphazardly make sense now, the rest of the game uh, is fun. I don't think 50, 70 hours worth of repetitive fun, but that's just me. Also, Death Stranding, as a side note, looks dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I know, like, at this early point in the, at, you know, it's easy to say that at this early point because nobody knows what it is. Maybe he doesn't know entirely wow. yet, but um, there's a lot of hype around it for no reason whatsoever. Um, because there's nothing of substance there yet. Uh, I know there's a lot of faith in Hideo Kojima to do something well that people will like, and I don't fault them for liking it. I just don't get it. Um, in the earlier games, though, I know he's been creative with input channels and doing different things with the device and having things, uh, having codes on the back of the game case and things like that. All really creative and awesome stuff. I just think it died off a long time ago. So, Ricky? Yeah. I'd like to high five you because between you and I, we have officially pissed off both Santiago boys. I know we have, and that's I brought. I <laughs> no, said that no, one specifically because I thought it was going to be me <clears throat> and John to just the two of us, and I wanted <clears throat> to see him get real sad, but then try to be my friend at the same time. Uh, here's the oh no no, no I'm not even talking about I'm I'm no, talking about I, the other the sad. other Santiago. He's he's raging right now if he's watching he, this he, show. He might no, be. I I am sad. I am sad about it just because I think that they're. But I understand it, though. I understand that perspective because, and same thing with Shadow of the Colossus. I talk shit, but those are not those games are not for everybody. Either sets of those games, the Metal Gear games are super weird and kind of surreal sometimes. And I think part of why I like them and why so many people are drawn to them, though, is because they're 
you can't say that they're not unique and that they don't have unique ideas, even if the overall arcing story is fucking bananas weird, man. Yeah, absolutely not. You, you know? can't you can't fault them for that part of it. Uh, yeah. For the record, I I like Shadow of the Colossus a lot, but you make a really good point that that is um, not to be faulted, I suppose. So yeah, it's really yeah. weird too that that Ricky was all about Suda at the beginning of the show, but he's not all about Crazy Kojima. That's a good point. <laughs> it's a different kind only, of crazy, though. It's only one wacky thing. Asian in your life, Ricky. Yeah, is that how it goes? Yeah, you one at a time, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's a fair yeah, thing. I couldn't have those two. It's a, it's Can you imagine a, those two at the same time? Ooh. Uh, yeah. It's a different kind of crazy, though. Like, Suda is comical and just over-the-top yeah. uh, silly to a point where he knows how silly he's being. And I, I think... Uh, Kojima maybe has that sort of humor, but maybe I just don't get it. Maybe that's yeah. all it is. I, I miss that part of, oh, this is over the top and it's okay because of yeah, yeah. Well, either it means this, it resembles this, or it's funny in this way that I'm not getting yeah. So uh, maybe it's just uh, me. Yeah. Honestly, I, I've always seen I've always seen Suda as like the, the slapstick, like naked gun Zucker Brothers kind of guy. And then Kojima yeah. is like the Quentin Tarantino where the third part's the first part. <laughs> yes. That's a really... Goat, I can't believe your brain conjured that. That was a really good analogy. I've seen three movies. <laughs> three movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's that. Oh, hold on. One more thing to add on to all that. Quentin Tarantino is a very well respected director at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Uh, yeah, and no one can take that away from him or, or Kojima. So, yeah. That's They're good at what they do. It's just not yeah. a flavor for everyone. There you go. There you go. All right, John. What do you got? I, you know, it wouldn't be me if I didn't have a really long list of <laughs> shit that, I, that everybody loves true. that I don't like. And to be clear, man, like I, I'm not. Daylight's in two hours. Let's get Let this me, going. Shut your mouth. Go. Here's the <laughs> here's the thing. To be clear, I do firmly believe. Um, I do firmly believe that even though I may not get the same sort of enjoyment out of something as somebody. So it's like a lot of people give their opinion and they trash something on the internet, but they don't, they just talk shit about it. And there's no view at the other side of that coin. And for me, there are two sides to that coin because just because I don't enjoy something or don't like something doesn't mean I'm like, fuck that game and fuck you for liking it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no I'm never ever going to be that possibly bad. like it. No, not at all. Because, right. because like, I mean, there are things that I am kind of like that with in my life. Like, if you like a lot of like top top twenty like pop, I just want to slap your mouth like really bad. <laughs> Nickelback. You know I mean? Do, I'd take Nickelback over half the shit on the radio right oh, now, and that geez, should just say Is something. It getting about that bad? Stuff. I haven't listened. It's not good. Oh, there. you're oh, talking. You're, oh, you're talking about uh, you're talking about uh, pop one one auto tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like a lot of that <laughs> oh, shit. But I mean, like in the world of video gaming, like. I'm trying to lighten up as I get older so that I'm not like, especially yeah, it's going great. He's got, it's going real well. Movies, video games, um, music, music. I have a harder time with cause I've spent so much time working in that industry and it's, it's rough, but, sure. um, but m- movies and video games to try to lighten up. So to be clear, just because I don't like something or I think it's, it's fucking like a super dumpster fire piece of shit. Doesn't mean that I'm not glad that it brings somebody else joy. If you can find joy on this floating crummy wow. rock, good for you. Yeah. So even with Hello wow. Kitty Island, man, somebody's yeah. got a bars yeah, like that true. shit. It's true. It's true. So I'm sure Charlie plays it. To be clear, though, <laughs> uh, 
Um, sorry, Charlie. Wow. That, was, Charlie. that was a fucking like, cheap shot. I'm sorry. Oh, man. it was it was a pony thing, dude. That was probably That's a true. factual shot. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Um, right. He'll own up to it if he likes it. All of mm-hmm. these things that I'm I'm gonna about to fucking thoroughly thrash the shit out of. I'm glad that everybody else who likes these things enjoys them tremendously. Um, I'm gonna try not to spend too much time extrapolating upon these things because just it give is, us the list. It's probably fifty things. Halo Five fucking infuriates me to a point where I don't want to support anything that Three Four Three does because they lied so fucking bad about what that game is. Yeah. Um, moving on. By and large, the Devil May Cry series is to me. Uh, I've never understood why people were so absolutely attached to that series or Dante, and why they were so upset when they actually made Dante into a relatively interesting character with the DMC reboot that was done a few years ago. That game I really like. like. I like the reboot better than the entire previous series. <laughs> yeah, see, I'll get behind you on that. See, I've played every single one of them. Every single one of them, start to finish, because my brother insisted that I needed to play them. I don't... Oh I, I think that they're fun games, and they definitely pushed the boundary of some things when they were very first released, but by and large, I think that they're they're dumb, vapid, stupid, poorly written, Dude, shitty... I've only ugh. played... So... Is is this the reboot a popular opinion that it's disliked or it, that it is? Um, like, Devil I loved May it. Cry fans don't like it. Non-Devil May Cry fans uh, love it because it's actually a relatively think, yeah. coherent presentation of the ideas of the that game. Um, and the combat system yeah. is outstanding in the remake. Yeah, looks the DMC too. is far superior in controls and just every aspect of it. It's just yeah. less... Japanese and more ass kicky. So I remember I played <laughs> Devil May Cry 4, and that's, I think, the only one I've played. I remember going through the game as one character, defeating all the bosses, switching to a different character that played very similarly, but going back in reverse through all the bosses, getting mm-hmm. to the end, and then fighting through all the bosses at the end gauntlet, and then all at once. And then the main, it was just like a repeating of the same thing three yeah. times. I was yeah, yeah, yeah. so disappointed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's not, yeah. the, uh, the reboot is, if you haven't played it, I recommend to give you a good example of like the best representations of each of those series, the remake was a standalone thing. So play that and then play maybe Devil May Cry 3 because that's okay. a really kind of a good game, I think, in that yeah. series. The first okay. one's aged and, really poorly. The second one is shit. The fourth one and, uh, is an odd departure, yeah. and it's really weird. So I would say and, Play and, 3 and DMC. Uh, pro tip there, Ricky, keep an eye out. They always have it on sale for 10 bucks on Xbox Live. Yeah, it's it's super right. cheap, man. I would recommend it. Um, most of the Call of Duty series, and I, to be clear, I started playing Call of Duty on day fucking one when that game came out because Infinity Ward was founded by people who <clears> came <throat> from the Medal, on, Medal of Honor um, Alliance you know, kind of team oh, that made Medal of Honor so good. I played Call of Duty on the PC. I played Call of Duty 2. Uh, played Call. Of- I skipped 3, and then when Modern Warfare came out, I was right there before. So that shit kind of so landed on me when it came we to... Can, fans. What's that? We can definitely... We, we, we can say that John has uh, called the duty enough for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I've played most of them, even though I stopped paying for any of them after the second one. After that shit with uh, Activision and the way they treated Vince Zampella yeah. and Jason West, mm-hmm. I have not given... By and large, I've not given Activision much of my money, and I have not purchased... I have not purchased a single Call of Duty game since Call of Duty 2, even though I've played almost all of them. Good for you, man. Particularly, the Black Ops games are really bad. I don't... Even Black mm-hmm. Ops 3, it has fun multiplayer component, but the story is fucking unbearably yeah. bad. Yeah. I played um, one or Modern Warfare 2 and then that was it. 
Um, <laughs> here is a very unpopular opinion, and I'm just going to go ahead and say this directly without really extrapolating on why, because we're running kind of long in the tooth. Mm-hmm. Counter-Strike oh. Go is garbage, okay? <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I play Counter-Strike. I have fun playing with people to play. I'll play at any time. It is an unmitigated piece of trash, and I <laughs> loathe its community. Um, coming from a coming from a go man, that's uh, that's pretty I'll strong. I'll play it. I'll play it, but it's broken. The fucking hitboxes yeah. in the game are shit. Yeah. You can I mean, fucking saying, unload a full clip at somebody at point blank range into their chest, and they don't die. And if, if you get a fucking headshot, they're down, of course. But and they supposedly fixed the hitboxes last year. Bullshit. Oh boy. Um, Have you played the first game? First Counter Strike, yeah, yeah, like the, the original mod, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I, oh. I, I respect Counter Strike and what it's done in gaming. I think that by and large, it's very overrated. I don't like, I, I don't, it's really a lot of it's the community too. Okay, um, which leads me to my next thing. I don't like MOBAs. I've played both League nope. of Legends and Dota, and I think really? both of those games are trash too. I know you like them, Ricky. I'm sorry. I do. It's all right. I f- fucking try. I would have to agree with you, John. Overrated junk. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna (laughs) at all besmirch the brilliance of the design of that business model, but um, and its contributions to the growth of esports. But let's be honest, man. Like fewer, fewer communities have a a worse social reputation than MOBA players. That's a big deal. The the communities. That's a big reason that I don't play anymore. One is I'm not very competitive, but two is like I don't want to listen to these shitty little assholes say terrible things to me for no fucking reason. They don't. I have a pretty thick skin because I was I was fucking. We talk all the time. Getting yelled at. (laughs) So I don't play you with you goat. Yeah. (laughs) I was getting fucking. My mother was being insulted by by uh, by other people on the internet when these kids were still suckling at their mama's teeth. Again, me. Again, me, guys. Still here. Um, <laughs> here's here's another unpopular thing here. Um, I don't think Mario Sunshine is a very good game. I it just it was weird. Me, it was a miss. It was too sexual. And that's in that series. I know. And it Way took too me sexual. a long time to get board on board with Super Mario Galaxy. I I didn't like it at first. I like it now. Um, generally, almost anything. Outside of like the big five with Nintendo, you know, you know, Mario and Luigi and Donkey Kong and Star Fox and, you know, kind of a couple of different other characters here and there. Um, generally, really? most Nintendo anything, I think, is is the characters are not as interesting as most people. Anything like um, here, I'll just do the short list. Fuck Kirby. Fuck Wario. Fuck Waluigi and any of that uninspired nonsense. I don't like those characters. I yeah, Waluigi was particularly uninspired, even the name, because Wario makes sense. War yeah. and then what? Okay. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I don't really care for him. I think it's it's sad. Um, guys, guys, that, guys. Nintendo's uh, demographics eight years old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I and I'm gonna say this, and this is this is a really strong, like, careful thing for me because. I like these games. Obviously, I'm playing one of them right now and enjoying enjoying it a lot. So it's weird to have this on this list, but I think that by and large, by and large, I think the Witcher series is overrated. Boom! Um, I know. I, I like the game. And Ricky is the one that bought me the copy of Witcher that I'm playing. Actually, I fucking... Hey, John. Yeah. It'll work, it'll work out for you because yeah. it's over. I like the Witcher series. Um, I think it is a good game. I don't think it's got enough shit that I've discussed with Ricky. A lot of, a lot of, it's got enough design flaws in it that it bothers, it bothers me that it's looked at as, as being so legendary. The writing is great. 
the gameplay is middling to me in every single one of them. Every single one of them have had like weird gameplay things or like archaic uh, design implementations that like like that's not a ten. You don't give that a ten when it's got like weird menu lag and like navigating the menus are a lot of places oh, it's gave gotten, nines oh, and tens, dude. Yeah, it's, it's, got, it's, got, no. it's got accolades coming out of its yeah. anus. That it's game has won. Accolades. I would be willing to bet if you looked up how many awards that game has won, yeah. you would be shocked. Over 250. Well, I think it was game of the year when it won game of the year, but did, I yeah. still think other games were tens. So it's, it's weird on like a, on like a, a scale of how well designed and how well balanced and how well executed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best in every one of those categories, but I so, think it performed the best. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So, so let me put on my tinfoil hat and we'll go on this little adventure. Here's my theory on this of why it's gotten the hype it's gotten. Okay. It was the right kind of game when Fable Legends failed and we needed a gap to fill that world of gaming. But, I mean... Maybe I didn't really give a shit about Fable Legends, but yeah. But I'm saying that there was nothing else to fill the Fable gap. Okay. At the time, and you needed like the whatever the protagonist, third person, go out and do whatever the hell you want, morality game, and it was like, here's Witcher three. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not so much of a morality game that I can remember. I mean, you have little choices, but there's no scale or anything. Oh no no no! Uh, it's yeah, a but fantasy but, type game though. Yeah. Very similar to same Fable idea. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. So, and th- those are fair criticisms, John. So, well, and that's that's why I said I had to kind of preface it by saying it's really weird to me that I even have that in that list because I do like the <laughs> game and the games. Oh, we have a we have a late entry from Songbird for an email, so we'll read that later. Mm. Cool. Um, that's amazing, John. That is amazing, though. You're like, I'm playing Witcher 3. Fast forward to the feature. I hate Witcher 3. I know, I <laughs> like Witcher 3. I just, I think that, <laughs> I don't think that it. And it's weird because yeah, no. I, I really respect the shit out of CD Projekt Red because they 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 mm-hmm. really do give a shit about their players and their player base and yeah. making sure you get the most value for your shit, money. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. John, John, you will be in good company probably next week when I start playing Final Fantasy XV. So I feel bad for complaining oh, about Witcher because <laughs> I, I respect the series. I respect CD Projekt Red, but I don't think it's as good as everyone. I, let me put it to you like this, Don't and I know bad. I'm going to get a shitload of hate for this. Because they're the only two things I could think of that you could compare. If I'm going to tell people I'm either a Witcher guy or an Elder Scrolls guy, I'll be an Elder Scrolls guy until I die. That's yes. So they excel in very different things. And I I know we've had this conversation before. uh, So we need to hash it out on again. But I don't think they're exactly. They are. It's two similar tastes, but they're not the same thing. And I acknowledge that. It's it's the only two things I can think of to compare to each other based on worth of story content and lore. You know what I mean? That's that's close enough. That's like yeah. Burger King, McDonald's. We're close enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the very last thing, um, because we, like I said, we are running long. We're sitting at an hour and a half right now. Don't say um, we. You, you are running long. In the shut gym. up, goat. Um, <laughs> and, and one more preface for this thing because it's important for the people that might listen to this and hear it. Um, yes, I know how to play it. I've put enough time in with each uh, iteration of the series that I feel I can comment on it fairly. Um, Oh, here we go. Fairly, fairly confidently, and no, I don't care if you don't like it. I'm glad it brings you joy. It does Wait, serve a purpose, but I, I think that the entirety, the entirety of the Smash Brothers series is shit. <laughs> Fucking terrible. And uh, it's that's, way better than that's I thought it was going to be. Big fighting game enthusiast, <laughs> and I, when I said it serves a purpose, I will say this: that game is an absolutely wonderful gateway in 
to getting into fighting games. And I've seen, I watched the esports competitions for it this year. I watched it live and those guys are great. I would never even pretend to think I could take those people on as a game, as a whole. Um, and as a fighting game, I think it's fucking garbage. All of them, every one of them are crap. <laughs> All right, I'm done. I'm done. I know that was. Fun. I'm gonna get so many. Got, that was. That was. <laughs> but I no, care. John. John. It was way better that you said Smash Brothers because the way you yeah. prefaced that, I thought you were gonna say masturbation. It's all right. No, and I'm not. That's not to say I that that game that doesn't coming, have though. its. That that game doesn't <laughs> have its its good points, but by and large, I don't think they're good games, and I never have. I always thought they were really overrated. When Again. I go to a convention and we go to the game room and I see all these great games sitting there unattended at a console and I see 30 dudes sitting around smash. I go, why? Like, see, I John, don't know, man. I John, don't get it. John, John, bright side. Cause I look at that and I go, Hey, I can play all the good stuff and they're away well, from there me. There you go. I guess there's a silver <laughs> lining. I know, I know that that game brings people together on a social level in, in a way that maybe I don't understand, but I certainly respect it. So, but yeah, seriously fine. though, fuck smash. Oh. I, actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually agree with most of your list. Yeah, yeah, good. All right. Um, did you guys have anything else? Because I said like ten things. <laughs> so- I was gonna. So I thought of one earlier that I wasn't gonna mention uh, because I don't really really have that great of reasons for it. But um, you don't have that Ocar- reason to dislike something. I guess Ocarina of Time. I never. Okay. All right. Not- We're fighting. It's on. I, I know a lot. I'm of Next time I see you, Ricky, I'm just putting putting you in the dirt. I know a lot of people <laughs> that feel that way though. So. We'll see. Sorry. It's fine. What about you, Goat? That's all right. Else? Hey, it, it, it's, it's all right. The, the, the one I don't get, and I really think it's overrated, is God of War. I don't get it, don't like it. I just like this. Is, okay, fair. great. I largely Smash, felt crash, that boom. way, too, about that series. The first one I still think is overrated. The second one I, I think is aged beautifully, and the third one was very underwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. And then the, the PSP ones that were ported up later were just okay. Yeah. yeah. I think, anyways. Yeah, I just I, I didn't get that hype. I mean, there's, there's, there's a bunch of games out there where I was just like, no. No. Yeah. Um, anything else you gentlemen want to contribute? <clears throat> I think I'm good. I want what's to make our, somebody what, mad. What's our standout game? Don't we have a standout game that we uh, everybody hated that we loved? A game that everybody hated that I love. Or I'm going to say based on reviews commercially because it was not a particularly... Yeah. Um, it's old. But uh, the Tecmo Deception games, I really liked those games even though they were kind of poorly reviewed or people were thought they were janky. Hmm. I'm going to say um, Killer is Dead because everybody I had play it said they hated it and didn't finish it but me. Weird. <laughs> Weird. What about you, Papa Bear? Anything good? I'm not like got one, dude. Um, it's all right. If you think of one later, we'll, we'll stick yeah, a pin yeah, on it. Because we're going to go on to the mailbag. No, it's all okay, right. man. We can kind of put you on the spot with that Ricky, one. Rick, Ricky, the beautiful thing about editing is I can put it anywhere I want. <laughs> oh, man. I will call you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> all right um so let's go ahead and move on to the mailbag so to refresh everybody really quick um this week we we're talking about un- the unpopular opinion and we asked what games did everybody go crazy for that you just didn't like and why so we got a handful of responses between my page and the players club nothing else um you know came through so let's go ahead and start with uh, demetrius uh Mertia. final fantasy 15 this game feels more out of place to the rest of the final fantasies than more uh more than 11 did when it first came out the only thing, in my opinion, that Final Fantasy XV has going for it is the scenery. The gameplay is just teleporting and button mashing. The overall story was just not as appealing, and after 10 years, it is still an unfinished game. Um, you know, Dustin Falconer, who uh, last I checked was in watching the show live right now. So hi, Dustin. How you doing, man? Um, said, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, Call of Duty Ghosts. 
The multiplayer games suck. It's become nothing but an uh, but an all for one shit talk fest. Kara Ferguson says Red Dead Redemption. Oh, you cut me deep. Wow, that one. Man, the heart. world is a little too open. I ran around doing nothing way too often for my taste. And Mac Reynolds says No Man's Sky because after all of the smoke and mirrors were taken away, all that was left was mindless floating in space. Listening to David Bowie while playing it helped. Listening to David Bowie while playing it helped, but that just didn't last very long, sadly. Wow. Uh, and then over in the Players Club, uh, Danian Bu said Bioshock Infinite because it was mediocre gameplay in a science fiction world with fantasy powers all used as an excuse to stereotype and demonize a group of people that the developers believed were guilty of stereotyping and uh, demonizing groups of people. Um, <laughs> I asked him to elaborate on this because this kind of fa- that's fascinated me. I've heard people say that they think Bioshock Infinite is mediocre, but I've never really heard anybody yeah. complain about the demonizing of the the clearly very kind of hateful and racist people in the game. Um, so I asked him to kind of um, expound upon that. And so I asked him, which people do you feel were wrongly demonized? Just curious. I do agree that the gameplay was a bit of a step backwards from the original Bioshock. He said, broadly mm-hmm. speaking, white constitutionalist Christians. I said, I think I get what you mean. Um, then, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, what am I going to say? Um, right toe, chap. Right toe. Right what if I told? And then Amir Hamza said, "What if I told you that I actually liked the ending to Mass Effect 3? Um, you're wrong, Amir. No. Um, <laughs> wow. I would, I would say which one? Yeah, exactly. I would Ooh. say um, that that's probably not as uncommon as you think. I know that. People were unhappy with the original ending because there were some things kind of left out or left open, and then they patched in an addition to the ending. And after that, people seemed to be more satisfied with it. I played it well after the ending was already patched in, so I did not feel that lack of satisfaction to the ending of the game. What do you guys think? I'm going to love that ending then. <laughs> Ghost, is do- or Ghost is doing it on principle. He is uh, very much so. I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that. I didn't I didn't care. I mean, they ramped up the gameplay and stuff very well at the end of the game, I, I think. I mean, uh, but I didn't care about the story at that point. I didn't care after the first one because there was no real villain aside from the, uh, what do they call him, the elusive man or something like that. Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like it because I didn't care about it. So Fair enough. Um. That was everything we had for the mailbag this week. Thank you, everybody, for uh, yeah. for contributing. It was a uh, mailbag went up late this week, so that we got as many responses as we did. Very much appreciated. Thank you. Um, so we're done. With no mailbag. violence. That's true. It's true. Nobody got ugly. There was there was some discussion that broke out over that uh, over that uh, opinion about the the Mass Effect three ending. Um, that mm. wasn't. I wouldn't say it was violent. It was a little um, heated in spots, but nothing that was bad. You know, and they resolved very friendly between everybody, so it was a good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's good. I, I keep an eye on that kind of stuff. Indubitably. Um, so we uh, were fortunate enough to have Songbird contribute a question, kind of in the eleventh hour here. Um, so we're going to go ahead and dig right into um, the well, like twenty-page novel that Songbird has written us. It's always appreciated. Um, Dear Goat, Fallon, Flynn, and Ricky, mailbag answer. Though I've never played them, so this might be to my own ignorance, are the Minecraft-ish games. It's not that I don't understand the creative grind part, but the oversaturation of the game in general leaves me scratching my head just a little bit. Just head on over to YouTube and see what I mean. Um, Songbird, I, I would be inclined to agree with you on this if it weren't for the fact that the way that I look at them is um, 
it's like taking your e like your your e Legos online and building with other kids. You know, I, that's why Minecraft is as popular as it is because kids can build anything they want without having to make a mess or take anything with them and they can do it with other people if they want. I think that's why part of why Minecraft, why you see Minecraft toys on shelves in stores, you know, most games can barely sell an action figure, let alone a whole line of toys and books and all these other things and I think it's because it's mostly kids that are driving this in that way that like my generation talks about Transformers and He-Man and shit like a lot of kids from a very particular age group are going to be talking about their experiences of Minecraft. My, my niece, Samantha is one of those people who still fucking adores Minecraft. So I, that's my take on it. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's accurate. I, I think also for, for parents who hopefully are, are monitoring what their kids are doing, this is a very safe game, or at least it reminds them of something with a pixelated nature or the basic mechanics of building, creating. These are all positive things such as an art class or very similar to Legos like you, like you had brought up. So I think the parents' involvement might have something to do with it as well. I know there are a lot of people who just um, like being on servers and creating this massive thing together. And some, yeah. for some people, that's online play. It's not so much competitive as cooperative and not really even with a goal, just a play space. Yeah, they get together and they, they talk on their headsets in a social manner with their buddies every night while they're making something together. It's, you know, sure. it's a creative outlet. It's a stress reliever for them. So I get it. Yeah. I get it. Um, she goes on to say, this isn't a question, but a little something I wanted to bring up. So not only is the latest Dead Rising based with a Christmas theme, but a pre-order bonus that came with it is a snow globe. Somebody must be listening to us as those are seem uh, seemingly relatable to two questions I've asked in previous episodes, which is true. Um, she says, tis the season for snow, my favorite. Uh, too bad it's an inconvenience, but that also means there's money to be made. If you guys were to form a snow removal company, which gaming characters would you hire for their talents and abilities? Um, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It's easy. Dig Dug. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> Just dig, dig, dug. No, no, you, you, go with the, you could go with the blatantly obvious one and get the Ice Brothers from Icebreaker. There you go. There you go. Or you could go on my level and just get the perfect person for the job who could probably keep your profit to the because in one fail suck, snow's gone. <laughs> I'll also say um, from, from Transformers, um, most recently, uh, what was the fucking, uh, I, I played it too, the Transformers game that looks like the Generation 1 and 2 Transformers that um, fucking, Oh, Dysfunctional. No, no not that Dysfunctional. Wasn't it. Um, it was someone D. Destruction? There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever yeah. one it was. The one that uh, Platinum Games did um, just a yeah, few yeah, months yeah. ago, earlier this year. Um, De deranged. De the Constructicons, Devastator, because they all have like fucking plows and shovels and shit attached to the fronts <laughs> of their stuff. So, <laughs> would, you know, um, they, could, they could say that they're devastating uh, the snowfall, uh, which would seem appropriate to me. What about you, Ricky? You got, you got anything you can think That's of? This. I was thinking of the dude. I can't remember his name. The dude from... Uh, the Dead Rising games. I'm not. He's good at playing. Frank West. Frank West. Yeah. There you just, go. I just see him running like a. Uh, I guess a front end loader. There you go. A bunch of shit. Yeah. There you go. I'll mm -hmm. take that. Body um, snow. They both plow the same. Yeah. Whatever. Mm. Oh, that got sexual. That's the, the <laughs> Jesus Christ. <goat. laughs> that's that's as good. Um, that's as good. You know what I would do? I would no. Here you go. Here's my final fucking answer. I would, as part of their fucking punishment for uh, for insider trading, I would make the entire Ubisoft Montreal executive team plow up fucking everybody's fucking driveways. Ooh, with the, with the little uh, 
the not, they're not gaming characters, characters, but you know, you know. But still, that's who I don't know. They got a, they have an advantage being Canadian. They're pretty used to snow. It's true. A. Eh? Um, <laughs> sorry, I had to squeeze one in there. Um, she goes on Is to say, while, uh, "No, not at all. That's colloquial, <laughs> goat." Um, while making a major profit from your latest company, you've decided to have a free showing of a play, quote, The Christmas Carol. Not only are some of your snow employees in the play, but you, uh, but you three as well are taking part. The question is, is who? You guys and the gaming characters play... Uh, wait, hold on. Let me go back and reword, reread that. But you three as well are taking part. The question is who? You guys and the gaming characters play what part? Um, Christmas Carol? Goat is definitely fucking Scrooge. Yeah, that's for Fuck sure. Fuck yeah. Um, what's, I own what's, that role. What's the name of uh, uh, the, the fucking guy that's opposite him that's like the, the good guy? Uh, Marley. Kermit. No, yeah, Kermit Marley. Not, Jacob Marley wasn't good, though. No, he no, but, I'm, but oh. Jacob Marley wasn't a bad guy, right? Uh, Jacob Marley was. was one of the ghosts. Yeah, he, oh, he, he was. is the, the sign of like what Scrooge would have turned into with all the shackles, right? Yeah, but but yeah. remember Jacob Marley? Jacob Marley kind of succumbed to the constant stress and pressure from work, right? Because Scrooge was always like running him in the ground, running his people into the ground. Yeah, Jacob Marley was supposed to, and he was the one that was telling him, "Be like, you got to have Christmas cheers, Ebenezer." And then Goat said, "Bah humbug," because Goat would say that anyways. I've heard <laughs> you say that actually. Um, yeah, that's actually um, my new ringtone. What a surprise. Jesus, this yeah, couldn't be boy. any more perfect. Um, um, so I would say Charlie. Charlie would be uh, Jacob Marley because he was very giving and trying to help Goat. I think be, you're thinking of Bob Cratchit. A Bob Cratchit? Yeah. I'm thinking of Bob Cratchit. That's it, yeah. Because yeah. Marley, it was Marley and Marley and Scrooge. Oh, okay, and Marley okay. and Marley are both dead. Yeah. Then, Bob come in. then Charlie would be Bob yeah. Cratchit because he was the nice guy. There you go. Um, mm-hmm. um, God, who would you who would, who would you be, Ricky? I Tiny be Tim. The, <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> God bless us, even though you blew it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just want to see Ricky in a peg leg. <laughs> I was going to be the ghost of Christmas present. I'll be. You know what? It oh, is? the guy with the beard and the. Uh, yeah, see, the, the problem is here is my, my entire reference to the story is uh, the Muppet version, so I might be askew here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget who the Muppets was. I'm, I'm going to say that I would be the ghost of Christmas past. Like I'd come back and be like, don't you see what's going to happen if you keep playing Smash Brothers? Don't you see? Give people a good game. Um, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think that's that's as good of an answer as I think I can come with, up with. I don't know that that's maybe as creative as Songbird wants, but I think that's all I got. Yeah. Um, oh, and she goes on to say, oh, no, or oh, yes, you be the judge. It's secret Santa time, and everyone in your company is partaking. With knowing everyone is anonymous, what gifts would you give to certain characters, and what gifts might you expect to see given to you from said characters? Um. Yeah. Whatever the, 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 oh, um, the lead character from Saints Row, the guy that's kind of like doesn't really have a name, I don't think. Um, but he's like the main character, and Nolan North does one of his voice options. Um, the penetrator, I would expect to get that big waggling dildo from him. That's what I would think. <laughs> that's what I would think he would give. Um, <laughs> Toad would give everybody psychedelic mushrooms. Oh, for sure. Yeah. A tingle would give you useless shit. 
Um, Tingle's knitting hats and boots for Tingle you. would give you diarrhea. He would probably like. <laughs> he would probably. That would be it's his, the Christmas gift of. He would shits. he would be the one that put like like a shitload of like eye drops in in the cookies he gave you as a secret Santa gift and then like <laughs> like amusedly laugh in the corner while you crapped yourself to death. That's what Tingle would give you his diarrhea. Um, um, I think Trevor Phillips might send you severed heads or body parts of some kind. Oh, he would send full of piss. <laughs> That's what Trevor would give you. <laughs> Or he would give you like the brown Listerine and, and piss in it. He would give you like the, the he would tell you it was fucking Listerine and he pissed in the bottle. Still love that character. <laughs> brown urine? What the brown, hell? Yeah, bro, it's Trevor. Come on, man. Right. Everybody's going to drink enough it's, to piss brown. It's, it's Trevor. Entirely bourbon. Um, or kidney failure. But, uh, <laughs> or kidney failure. Let's see. Who else? Any? Can you got anything, Goat? Uh, yeah, Link, Link would send you a shrubbery. A shrub. A shrub. A um, he would oh. he would order you a um, a dozen replacement pottery. Mm-hmm. Um, Mad Max would probably. Send oh you man! Fucking. You know what's what the name? Link would be that asshole who would give you like a ten dollar gift card to Pottery Barn, knowing that you can't get anything for ten dollars in that entire store. Fair. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Pottery. You mean a bunch of smash pots? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. And then lastly, lawn care service. What would I give to somebody? I would give. Um, I would give Mario a um, Coins. like a paid a paid subscription to to <laughs> Match dot com so he could really fucking find somebody to date that he doesn't have to go and <laughs> keep pulling out of the trenches. And the fucking you know, bank account. Yeah. There you no, go. You, you know what I would give Mario. A restraining order against Peach, so he can just move on with his life. Um, and I would say um, the last thing is is I would think that for a white elephant secret Santa type gift that uh, Diva from Overwatch would give everybody um, um, fucking Twitch Pro subscriptions since she's a pro gamer. That's what she does. That's that's nice. all I got. Well done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so thank you, Songbird, for doing that thing that you do, doing that voodoo that you do so well. Yeah, yeah. Um, like Tom Hanks. That's true. That's true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that that uh, really kind of brings us to the end of the show. Do you guys have anything going on this coming week? Just some crap with you. Just some shit with me. So to be <laughs> clear on what Goat's talking about, once more, um, you know, this coming weekend, uh, both Visa Villains and Gamerhead Radio are going to be performing for um, Con Alt Delete. Uh, and to be clear, Con Alt Delete is uh, this coming Friday, um, December 16th, running through the 18th. And uh, Friday, we don't have anything going on in particular. We'll just be hanging out. Um, Saturday, VS Villains is playing at 8 p.m. in main events. Um, you know, uh, I think earlier in the day on Saturday, too, we have a panel. It's a Meet the Villains panel at 1 p.m. We're playing at mm-hmm. 8 p.m. And then um, mm-hmm. at 10 p.m., we are doing the uh, – uh, my brother is doing his, his renowned smut panel. Uh, which is always fucking hilarious. And then on Saturday, uh, Sunday the 18th, uh, Gamerhead Radio is performing at 1 p.m. We're going to be doing a live show. It's going to be episode 198 of this show, um, our first live show in some time. So come out and uh, catch the show. Hang with us. We're all going to be there all weekend just chilling. You know, maybe we can maybe we can dupe Ricky into coming to hang out with us too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe. Oh, I'm going out of town. But oh, that's right. He's going to be in fucking Florida. No, yeah. it's okay. You're out there for a good reason though. It's good stuff. 
Um, so that's what Goat and I have going on this weekend. As Ricky said, he's going to be uh, he's going to be graduating. Yeah, he's I'm looking forward. He's going to be getting his learn on, or that's no, he's going to be that's finishing true. his learn on and getting the paperwork that says he's learned it. That's true. Yes. That's absolutely true. <laughs> um, so. Um, I guess we can go ahead and call it a show. So if you liked what you heard, you can find us at GamerHeadRadio.com. You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash GamerHeadRadio. You can find us at Google.com forward slash plus GamerHeadRadio. Find us on Twitter at GamerHeadRadio, where I am at the Fallon Flynn. Goat is at um, Sir Goatsworth. And Ricky, what is your, what is your, your Twitter handle? Uh, Ricky, say relax. Awesome. And uh, you can find Charlie at T-E-K Charlie. Uh, you can email us at GamerHeadRadio.com. Um, you can leave us a voicemail at 94926-GAMER. Uh, you can download the GamerHead Radio official Android app off of the Google Play Store. You can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, YouTube, Twitch, or you can use your podcast downloader of choice. Um, this has been episode 197 of GamerHead Radio. Thanks for coming on, Ricky. Thanks, buddy. Or if you Can we want, say we, could the just, balls? we could just, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say yes, only because if Charlie were here, he would veto the shit out of that. And I think it's funnier. So Charlie, I feel I'm, like I, it's my responsibility to veto it. No, no, okay. do yeah. the right thing. You know, you want to, you know, you want to say balls. I Ricky. power anyway. That's how I'm going to weasel my way out of that. Yeah. So we're going to do, I mean, we, we could really, we, I mean, we, we could go full, full, John, we could go full, we could go full idiot. Yeah. We'll have to do it like drop C. What we can do, like smack my balls. No, no, because the deck, the, the decking around. <laughs> yeah, 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 I get it, I get it, I get it. You want to keep okay. your deck. Here you go, swinging your deck. That's true, yeah, that's true. <laughs>